This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Swansea has more McDonald's and clean sheets this season, so don't forget your Muck Nuggets are closer than you think with Muck Delivery. The only thing left to say is, you in? Order now in the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app are participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for further details. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hey, Spotify's. Click or tap the banner to listen to Rap Caviar, the freshest 50 hip-hop songs on the rawest playlist ever. Brought to you by our friends at Stars and the new season of Power Book 4, Force. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. When they're playing Man United down there, I don't want to see you down there because we don't play good football, so don't buy a ticket. Give it to someone else who enjoys the experience of actually, <laughs> like, at the end of the day, we're a small club. Like, that's the reality. We're, we're punching above our weight, even top end of the championship. Let's be honest. We are. Anyway, I have sad recordings. Oh, yeah. so I, yeah, I think you, yeah, you need to clip this in definitely somewhere. <laughs> but definitely. am I wrong, though? No, like, you do. How many clubs no, are like, clip, yeah. in this league or lower than us in, like, you know, Portsmouth, for example, Sunderland? They, they, they're big clubs. Oh, yeah. Nobody's got a given right to be like in the Premier League or play football or anything like that. So it's just a sense of like entitlement, isn't it? It's like we're not even getting promoted the right way now. It's like we've got to get promoted by playing fantastic well, football stuff. Yeah. Have these fans not like only just like started supporting the Swans and not seen them like when we were like <laughs> like the old Division Three and we were absolutely dog shit? <laughs> no, you want to talk so about bad football? Like, no, I, yeah, I was going to say, like, I remember one game where, like, Yeovil absolutely tore us apart at the Vetch. Like, we lost, like, 3-0. They were a bogey team. Big Terry Skibbert on the back. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, Darryl, <laughs> and what was the guy up front? Phil Jelland. Phil Jelland, yeah. Goal machine in that league, I tell you, I know. I know, you think we think we got it bad now because we won 2-1 against Middlesbrough home. Yeah, but most of these fans probably can't oh, remember losing against Haven to Waterlooville either, so... Oh, fuck. I don't remember that. Okay, welcome back to Swans Cast, everyone. After another last gasp win, which can't obviously the points are the points, the way a win's a win. So we we move on, we go ahead. We've got the third in the league, I believe. Um, only one game in hand on Brentford now because they had a postponement. Uh, but I think two still on Watford, I believe, if I'm correct. Yeah. With one point behind them, yeah, so. Very real, you know, considering everything that's been said about our, I say form, but it's not really form is not the right word because it's two losses, but our performances, um, 
who are still well within the shout of getting automatic promotions is very realistic. So before we start off with today's game, I want to obviously welcome Lee, and we've got her debut from Hello. Nikki. So welcome, Nikki. All the way, all the way from the northeast. Yeah. I guess I can still hear the Middlesbrough fans crying from you, so everything's <laughs> fine. Probably still hear Neil Warnock and you shouting at the referee. I think oh. uh, we're getting a bit of a fan club now. We've got uh, Brentford and Stoke from the week, and now we've added Middlesbrough to the list. So yeah, I think we come in the team in the championship that everyone's starting to not be the biggest fans of. Let's just put it that way. Um, okay, so I'll be honest, and I'll probably leave most of the talking on today's match to the other two because I was working so I didn't manage to catch all of it. Caught a bit of the second the first half and I caught the last sort of ten, fifteen minutes on the radio. So I guess I, I heard all the goals and saw all the goals, which is the main thing. But okay, so if you two wanna maybe we'll go with Lee first then um just walk us through the match I guess. Yeah, well, to be fair, I don't, apart from the goals and the decisions, I don't think you missed much because it, it was a bit of a dire game, really, all the way through. Um, yeah, I think the the major talking points, which we'll come on to, the the decisions and uh, and the penalty at the end. But apart from that, it was but it was um, there wasn't really much to talk about. I don't think. And Nick, what do you think? Um, no, it it, it wasn't it wasn't a good performance, really. Um, you know, Swan's got fortunate with the first goal. You know, yeah. A mix up in the box there. Obviously, Andre Ayo did well, turned, hit it, deflection in. It was a good, you know, good finish. Um, other than that, though, like I said, the, the major talking points are probably, you know, was it, was it a, a, a penalty for Borough? B, should the goal have stood? Yeah. And obviously, our penalty. So, okay, so. Pretty much the talking points. <laughs> If we do it in chronological order, and if the goals are the only talking points, before we get to that main talking point, let's just the first goal obviously was us just before half time. Um, Andre, are you? I saw that myself, so I can actually talk about that. But um, so it's a free kick, isn't it? So it comes into the box. I think it's quite clever from AU because Middlesbrough sort of deal with the first ball; they they clear it away. He stays sort of forward in a bit of space. Middlesbrough's line pushes up by one of their defenders. And that defender plays Ayu onside then when the second ball comes in. And because the defence around him has pushed up, he's got space now. So I think he hits it with like his left foot and it takes a deflection by with someone who's coming back to defend. That squeezes in on the inside uh, post, doesn't it? So um Yeah. Bit of fortune there, but you know, I think the position in credit to a little bit clever play because he, he was on I thought maybe he was offside, but when you look at the replay, clearly onside. It was a defender that was lagging behind, pushing up at the line. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what IU brings. What he did against Norwich, and he just like taking a chance out of nothing. Yeah, um, we're probably probably lucky to be one nil up, to be honest. Because well, I say lucky. I think like nobody really deserved to be ahead at halftime. They only had that chance from uh, Duncan Watmore, didn't they? Which Woodman just saved with his foot. Um, and then we had the IU chance. Apart from that, I can't think of anything um, anything else that either side offered in the first half. No. Uh, well, to be honest, he would, would have been onside anyway because obviously it came off the defender, didn't it? Ah, uh, it know, two, two Middlesbrough players went up for the two Middlesbrough players went up for the ball. Yeah. Obviously, Johnny Olsen's got to be going through. He's got to be shouting there, Johnny Olsen. Yeah. He got, he got to be going through the lad. <clears throat> it was a good. It was a you know it showed I used class there. Just turned on it, didn't he? Nice little swivel in the box and just yeah. hit it first time. Finish. Showed his experience, and it's nice to see him scoring from open play because it's been a while 
for that. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Hopefully, he's had his dull period, I guess, and he can continue this for the rest of the season, especially with the logo and a bit quiet. But um, So that's a positive, I guess. Okay, let's move on now to the more hot topics then, if you like, where you two probably going to have to lead a bit more on this, because I only heard about the last bit on the radio, but the first one, I, yeah, I, wasn't, I didn't hear any of that or see any of that. Um, yeah, well, we'll probably start with the, um, the non-goal, is it, for Middlesbrough? So, I think, like, basically, Balassi's in the box, and he's kind of overrun it, isn't he? And he's just going to lay it off to somebody outside the box. And uh, Fulton's tried to nip in in front of him, and Balassi sort of slid in and got got to the ball before before Fulton does, and just kicks it away to the to the player on the edge of the box, and Fulton sort of just kicks Balassi, but I think he's quite he's quite clever in a way because he kicks Balassi, and then he goes down, Fulton goes down, and I think that's what sways the the ref's decision. But then obviously the bloke on the edge of the box, I can't remember who it was, lovely strike score, uh, yeah, yeah. cracking strike to be fair, and for me I like this. this it's a goal, isn't it? Isn't it? We have no complaints about that. We've got away with another one there massively because oh, it's not a foul on Fulton whatsoever. I don't really think that. Okay, so has Fulton dived? It's definitely a goal. Because I've seen people saying no. it was a dive. It's not a dive because what happens is he's got obviously he's he's come out and he's coming to make a challenge. So like like you said, Balassi sort of overruns it and it's there for him to go get. Yeah, you know what I mean for him to go and try and clear it out of the box. He sort of like extends his leg out Balassi and he, he sort of kicks the back of his leg. Yeah. Yeah. He goes to clear it. And so he just obviously there is contact. He goes down, but it's it's not it's kind of Felton's fault. Not a foul. Yeah, it's it's not it's not a foul. You you've had like obviously watching the commentary earlier. Only Andrew's screaming for a penalty. Yeah. It's, oh not, even, it's not a penalty either. No. Not a penalty. So, I don't know yeah, I why they're screaming for a penalty. I think Warnock but said in his post-match... It's a goal, it's a good goal. Yeah, Warnock was saying in his post-match about if it's not a goal, it's a penalty. But yeah, it's definitely no, not no that. chance. Never Can we say though on that? Like, we, we were saying about it when we were watching the game. Lee Hendry and commentary, oh my God, they, they played that. They must have replayed it about 18 times throughout the game then, yeah, in the did. second half. They just, every stoppage, they kept going back to that decision. Oh my God. This is oh, this is awful. Lee Henry, like oh my god, Stonewall penalty every time. I was like, like when are you going to move on? So you've touched on the commentary. Oh, there. I know it was it was disgusting. A lot of things I have seen as well. People saying that the commentary was so biased towards Middlesbrough. Oh my god, I on think Sky, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think some of these Sky pundits though, they're just trying to match what like you know like Carragher and Neville are doing like in like the Premier League games when. They had the one in midweek today with the VAR and Carragher goes on a massive rant and it goes like viral. And I think they're just trying to get to that level because anything that happens now, like that penalty decision, they're just going off on these massive, massive rants. Yeah. Just it's just it was too much today. It was just, ridiculous. Just reminds me of the playoff games um against Brentford last wow. season and the commentary there was quite biased against us, it felt like. So I was just wondering if it was this is common sort of occurrence like a couple of times. It seems like a Seems like a common denominator between every game, every game I watch. It always seems to be. It doesn't matter how well we can play in a game, but it always seems to turn around against yeah. us. Yeah. There's always some, it's always some other team, yeah. and it starts to annoy you. You just think, oh, yeah, well, something going on there. 
so it was the same in the rugby in Wales, England and stuff. It wasn't we didn't win the game the other day. The ref, the ref, uh, or, or England lost it. Like it was never anything we did good. But um, that's a different. Always some thought. sort of controversy. Yeah. Always some sort of. Controversy. <laughs> it does. Uh, it does. Yeah. It, it does my head in though because like, I know we we we'll go on to the other decision now as well. But like, we never get these decisions. We never get the like. This is this like we don't even know how to handle this because we never have these decisions. For years, like for years. Yeah. But like. You know, the all last, the decisions the that we've had once, again. I think, in the last two games. Yeah, yeah, and I know, but it's like, these things never happen. And when they've gone against us, you barely hear about it. Like, we mourn about it. Like that season under Monk where we had, like, seven red, seven red cards by Christmas. Yeah, but, like, like, nobody talks, nobody red talks cards. about that. And nobody talks about that. But then, like, as soon as it goes, again, it goes for us twice now, it's like, it's like blown up now. Like, oh, my God, like, what is going on with the world? Swansea getting decisions. Yeah. Um, yeah okay. I know. Yeah. So between that controversial sort of incident, Middlesbrough disallowed a goal, and then right down the other end of the second half, where they score a goal in like what the ninety-first minute. Um, what happened in between? Anything to talk about? Any changes? It was just all. It was just all pressure from Middlesbrough from that point, wasn't it? Yeah. From that incident, from the disallowed goal, Middlesbrough just. Just relentless pressure and so I was saying Uli, I said you can just see it coming, it's coming, it's yeah. coming, it's coming. And obviously you just came yeah. like you know, the six minutes went up. I didn't have a good feeling about it when the six minutes went up. Yeah, I don't know what he got after. Yeah, they the were shocked on the radio, he thought it would be four, and then they were like quite shocked that it was six. Um but they did say on the radio, um it was Andy Robinson, I think, commenting. He was crediting like what he was saying was obviously, yeah, we haven't played well, Middlesbrough have been the better team, but Swansea have had to sort of adapt the game a bit. They kind of... What he was saying, I'm not saying I agree with this, this is my view, this is what he was saying, so that, that they sort of like realised they couldn't get a foothold in the game in the second half and sort of reverted to, okay, well, let's just make sure we get a 1-0 win. And he was just saying the defence was really good. So would you say that's a fair comment? 100%. Oh, yeah, we were, we were solid at the back. We were, you know, you can't, you can't argue yeah. with that. But, you know... You know what football is like. When you invite in pressure yeah, yeah, onto yeah. yourself like that, it's only inevitable until something happens. Um, they brought low on. Um, I think, obviously, what they wanted to do was try and stretch the pitch, so, like, try and get somebody to run in behind the middles with defence. Yeah. And that worked a few times. Yeah. Um, the ball always kept coming back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, I'll it tell you what, it's a massive shame. Massive shame that Morris is not here for that sort of situation because I think he would have been <laughs> a lot better... Are doing that. Oh yeah, incredible pit. Um, and again, he's, he's quite—he was quite a stock, stocky lad, wasn't he? So yeah. good, call the ball up. Yeah, yeah. And I think Get that off. raises another point. Um, we've seen about the lack of firepower up front. He was kind of the one that was going to be the solution. Yeah. Argue with the fact yeah. he's available yeah. or not. Yeah. But he's now not available, so he's been dealt a, a pack. You know, he's been dealt a card there, Cooper Av, that he's had to adjust to. Low being tired is such a bad time with it all, but obviously he dropped low. Um, but yeah, that's unfortunate. And again, we, think, we have to adapt. Uh, I think uh, again, a little bit of credit to uh, to Borough as well. No, not too much because uh, you know Warnock went off again. Yeah, but not. But uh, no, I think like credit them. They looked. Uh, they probably watched the game on um, Wednesday night where like Connor Roberts just run the show from right wing back. Um, but he couldn't get forward. They pinned the fullbacks back. Manning was pinned in, and so was uh, Connor Roberts. So we just couldn't get that like 
we just couldn't get our game going at all. I so I think you're, I think you're probably right because like they probably just thought like you know we're not our game's not going here, so we'll sit in with the five at the back and the four in midfield and just try and see the game out. Yeah. Just try and just try and push it on. <clears throat> and I just want to. I think this is a good point to say. Go on, go on, say that first, Nicky, because I probably kind of little mini rant coming, but you go first. <laughs> I wasn't going to try and stop you there if we were in a rant. You can carry on. If you want to go, you go. I was just going to say, like, based on what Lee just said, you know, he's obviously saying his credit maybe if they realised they needed to, what they, their plan is, isn't working. Our game does very much revolve around the wing backs. You can see that from their assists. Like, what was it, 16 or 17 or something now from wing back positions? Um, yeah. Just because we didn't play well attacking doesn't mean the team didn't play well in other areas. So when people say about our performances, right, we were all fully aware we didn't necessarily play well going forward. But there's two sides to the game and there's different ways of playing football. So when people look back on our season and say we didn't really play well this season, if we're third in the league where we are now, we clearly did play well. Just maybe not wasn't the most entertaining football. Doesn't mean we played bad all year. Like, I just don't understand why, because it's not the Swansea way and we're not playing this Roberto Martinez loud drop attack in football, that means we're instantly not playing well. It's a different conversation. Yeah. Like, yeah we, we don't have the same team as we had back then, do we? We, no. we, don't, we, don't, we don't. Well, clearly, we don't have the resources to bring them type of players in. It's just no. not going to happen. You know, you have to have money to buy the caliber player. Yeah. We don't have the money. You're so, not going to find an Angel Rangel for 20k these days. Like it's just done happen. It's gone now. That that is like a diamond, a diamond in the rough. You find that every so many years. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's just never might happen in a few. You never know. But it's it's just, we were lucky when we we, we yeah, found a like, few players like that. Like we found yeah. me Yeah. Like we signed for two million, obviously, and then we found a few players, and it all fitted well. But like. You just it's just not gonna happen it's not gonna happen at the minute we haven't got the resources to... it doesn't happen now without without an injection of cash now it just doesn't happen anymore definitely not definitely not and um you know i like i know people like to <clears throat> go back to potter season to compare and say like well potter managed to play the swansea way or at least try and bring it back um cooper's not doing that a lot of the same players yeah okay a lot of the same players but he also doesn't have a lot of players that for that one year, we got relegated with, I still played. So <clears throat> I know he got injured, but you had Martin Ollison, you had Leroy Fur, and again, I know he had periods of injury. Mike van der Hoorn was at the back. Um, there's a couple, I know Narsen was there. He didn't Dan really James, so much. Dan, Dan James, James McBurney, they were all there. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of changes there. Yes, there's a, a few that have had the experience, and that experience has helped them. But let's also point out Cooper's had two seasons now nearly. He's pretty much guaranteed this year to finish higher than what Potter did. He finished higher than what yeah. Potter did last year. So, regardless of it being a different style of play, you can't say he's fluking his results because it's constant progress. Regardless of what you think of how we play, it's constant progress. And and the last yeah. point I want to say is, when you look at when I've seen a lot of things about um, go up to the Premier League playing this sort of way, we're going to come straight back down. It'll be a disaster. We won't be competitive. Go and ask Burnley how they've managed to stay in the Premier League for however long they've played, been there. Like they, If you think we play defensive football, I wouldn't want to know what fans say if we played the same way at Burnley play. 
which credit to Sean Dyche because it works and they've done very, very well and it works for their club and, you know, it's a different type of football. I just think, like, everyone is too involved and invested in the, the fantasy and the sort of love romantic story of what the Swansea way was, you know, Jack to a King and all that, all the rest of it. That happened and it was successful and now it's gone. Maybe it will come back one day, but it's not like at a click of a finger. Sometimes you just got to move on and, and change. I just think people need to start accepting yeah. that. Yeah, I didn't know. I, I didn't realise we were going to like this few so early. But, uh, well, it's sort of fit no, in with no, what we were saying. Yeah, no, no. You're right, though. I think, like, um, you fit... The thing is, I know people say about Potter, and we did play absolutely fantastic football in, in some on some occasions with uh, with Potter. But like you said, we had we had the players that could do that. Yeah, we had like you know, like Safir in midfield is good, was good, was good with the ball, his feet. You know, Dan James, McBurney. These are these are top quality players. These are better players than what we've got now. No disrespect to the squad we've got, but like Van der Hoorn and all the players we mentioned, so much better than what we've got at the moment. Yeah, I think so, I think Van der Hoorn, you know, I don't think the defense, maybe the defensive players yeah. are on par, but we haven't yeah, got I think, a, the yeah, same yeah. quality in no, the wings. No, but I mean, no, but I mean in terms of like. In terms of like, if you want to play football, the yeah. defenders that we've got at the moment probably don't play the football that Van der Hoorn would do. I mean, yeah, with the yeah, ball that's, is... fair, that's fair. Um, defensively, what we've got now is probably better. But I mean, like, if people want to play this this football, but what what well, what Cooper's done? He's come in. We've lost all these players. He's come in and he's sort of made a system that fits the players rather than buying players that fit the system. And that's what he's done. This is what I've got. This is the hand that I've been dealt. And yeah. it's been it's been class. He changed the system. <laughs> yes, it's, yeah. yes, it's more defensive. And I've been saying it all season. It's we were saying earlier, and this is probably you can cut the bit where we said earlier into this, the like yeah. about the 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 times of, of of actual bad football. We've never we've never had this sort of steeliness about us, if that's the word, where we can defend, we can sit in and just defend if we want to. We've never had that, not from my experience anyway, because we'd always concede like stupid Corners. goals. And we, yeah, we play we play lovely football, and then we concede oh. from a corner, and we are that team now essentially. Don't be well known for a set piece. Yeah. We've been well known for conceding from a set piece. And yeah. I think that that's one of the probably more solid areas this year. Yeah, so it's a different you know way I mean? of it's a different way of enjoying the football, isn't it? Right? I mean, yeah, you're not you know you're not you know on the edge of your seat because they're playing you know back heels everywhere and doing all this sort of stuff. And yeah, the football we played was was quality, but I mean, you, you got to let go at some point. I mean, if if this is the team that we've got and this is what he's got to do to get us promoted, then yeah. I'm on board. I don't know if you want to go on, Nick. You have, no, I love the fact. I like the I love the fact that of the of the of the greatness, you know what I mean? That now like our swans of years gone past, especially in the midfield field area, we've had our bark but no bite. Yeah. You know what I mean? We got we got players now that can go in there now and we'll we'll put the foot in, I know, and make it difficult. We've we've had players over the years where all tracking back, easy to get around and then just think, Oh, they're in and out back four. Now we've got a bit of bit yeah. of oomph. Yeah, we've yeah. never. You know what I mean? And I think uh, you know we talked about all of this. Like this, I've still seen this season games where we have played passing football well. It's not completely yeah. gone. Like we just have a different oh, no. side as well. And look, yeah, the last month or so, the last couple Good of weeks, thing. it's not been the best, most pretty football. But we've only still lost the two games, and I would love to see. Like I, I always mention the Watford game and the Reading game at home. Where I think that that's probably the two best games 
attacking wise this season we played and we didn't win both of those which is another key thing to say we didn't beat Reading their keeper had a bit of a worldie let's be honest um, but we played really well in those games so we can still do it we can still do it it's just not every game it happens and it's not always realistic to expect that especially in the championship and football's a different place now than it was when we went up that was kind of a new thing then this way of playing in this league when we went up under Rogers, like not many teams did that and we were always credited like going up first sort of team to do it that way it's kind of more done now isn't it a lot more teams are doing it and just compared to Buendia we don't have I a player like a, that yeah but I think it's a good thing you've got to, it's a simple thought you've got to have another side to you you can't just you know what I mean you can't try like against teams like Middlesbrough you know what they're going to do they're going to turn up and they're going to try and stop you from playing yeah, they're gonna press. You're gonna press. You're gonna press your fullbacks, and they're gonna get some of the press your centre half. So they're gonna try and, try and stop the short ball. And if you can get the short ball out, they, they're gonna make you in try and play it long, and that benefits them. Then doesn't it? Yeah, you have to try and be clever. Sometimes you've got to play like what Woodman does quite well. He always tries to find the fullback, the, like the longer ball. I mean, and we can start playing them sort of halfway up the pitch. Yeah, but so you beat that first phase of shutting, getting shut down. Yeah, uh, like sometimes you've got you've got to mix it up. You've got to have more than one plan in the game because if it doesn't come off, then you're going to lose. Yeah, yeah, and then like we we touched on it a bit there. The, the, like from before, the game moves on. Like yeah, we were probably one of the first lower league teams that like you know dared to play like passing football. But if you asked if you ask fans up and down the country now, they'll probably all say like, oh, we don't play good football. Oh, you know, we want to see better football. We want to see better football. We want to see better football. Everybody says it. If everybody plays good football, then then no one does, do they? If everybody's playing really good passing football, then then nobody is in a way, are they? So yeah. you've got to be ahead of the curve in the sense that we can do that now. If teams can come to no teams can come to Swansea and and we can sit in and we can say, yeah, you can have the ball. And then Bristol City come down last week and we were like, right, we'll have the ball and we were class in our first half. I know we went on to lose. So I yeah, I just think this like. This like Swansea way thing is killing us at the moment. That like what, what you yeah, said there, sense of entitlement. We said about the Bristol City game where we played well and we played we were playing good football. What happened in that game? We lost, so it doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that the pretty football wins the game. Yeah, exactly. And no. all these fans that are moaning on Twitter now still moaned after that game. But we literally had what you asked for in our first half. Yeah, you're going to come out and say you didn't make changes they wanted, and it ultimately resulted in us losing. But that's what you're asking for, is playing like that. We were class in that first half, let's be honest. It's probably the best 45 minutes of football in terms of entertaining attack in football we've played all season. Bristol City didn't have a sniff. But again, yeah. that kind of comes down to the way they were playing. I know that's another conversation. But we didn't win the game. Or, or this know, game, we I... won it in a gritty manner. But now we're not enjoying it. Like I just, I just don't understand. I think, I think, to be fair as well, I think I do get it in a way, because like when I'm watching the game, I want to be annoyed. I'm like, oh my god, you know, like mid, you said, like Middlesbrough were pressing us, and we were, you know, we we were digging in, and then I, you know, I want to be annoyed. I want to be like, oh my god, we're not playing very well, and and, it, and but then we won the game again. And I, I've probably said it in every video we've done so far, if we don't concede goals like we do, you're always in the game. And then afterwards, once we've won the game, however it's come with the last minute penalty, then yeah. You know, after the game, I'm like, oh my god, we didn't play very well, or you know, and I get a bit annoyed. But then afterwards, you're like, you know what, we won with three points. There's a sense of entitlement now. We're getting promoted wrong now. You can't get promoted by playing this football. 
<laughs> there's, there's a right now. way to get promoted now. Three points on the board is the most important thing. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Anybody can shout or slag them off as long as you've got three points on the board. Let me tell you something now. We could play like play like we did today for the rest of the season. And if you won every game, you soon have the people keeping their gob shut. Be like, oh, we're in the Premier League. You know what I mean? They will, because they'll be all, oh, we're up there. We, we got promoted. Just, you've got to enjoy the ride while you can. You're not going to play well in every game. People just need to realise that is the way football is. Yeah. Yeah. Just look, just enjoy winning and being in a successful position in the league and stop comparing it to the past. Enjoy where you go in front of you. You've just had a year where you're locked inside your house. You can't go to the football and you potentially, when you can go to the football, you might be playing Man City and Man United. So just enjoy it. Oh, even if you lose. Like, there's year. one thing. There's one thing. We'll probably have to move on at some point. We could probably go all night. There's one thing yeah. I wanted to say, actually. There's for me. There's no way we would be in the position that we're in if fans were in the stadium. I completely because the way we play football now, the way we play football now, there would be like section of the fan base that would be like booing and going mad if someone made a mistake or pass back. We wouldn't be in. We wouldn't be third. There's no. I don't think there's no. I know we say the system, but I think it's had an impact as well. There's no coincidence that since fans have not been in the stadium, our home form has drastically improved. (laughs) Yeah. That, that, that's not a coincidence yeah, at all. When Cooper first came in last season, we were a better away team and yeah. we struggled at home for ages after lockdown. I know we changed the system, um, but it completely changed. We well, I know we lost the other day. We only two losses at home this season in the league and maybe a couple of draws. Like It's drastically improved because the players haven't got to worry about giving one ball away, trying something, or like... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like in defence, so they're like, oh, I better just make it safe because if I give it away you and they come on the attack, I'm going to get so much stick. Like People think, oh, they're professionals, they get paid enough, they should have to deal with this. Well, no. You're still a human at the end of the day, and stuff affects you mentally. But it's, uh, for me, it's no coincidence. I just don't understand people jumping on people. Like, like you made a good point there, Luke. Um, people jumping on players. Like, you know what I mean? Like, especially when they're trying to do something. I mean, trying trying to be a little smart, you know. Like you see Connor Roberts all the time cheating in games. He cheats. He, he cheats on. You know what I mean? Yeah. How far up the pitch is he most of the time? He cheats as a fullback, doesn't he? Yeah. He's like sometimes yeah. he's a centre forward. Well, he was against Bristol. And if you had the fans, not Bristol. Um, if you had the fans in the so... stadium, he would never be. He would never do that. He would be more reserved and he'd be sitting back more. But like um, he scored a, you know, he scored a couple of good goals this season. I think it's four or five. He's on. You know what I mean? Yeah. He scored a few goals. Just get in there. You know what I mean? Big, like Stoke, the equaliser, you know what I mean? Forest away, Forest home, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, but nah. they, they, are, they are big points, you know what I mean? Like he's yeah. picked up with goals that he's just scored. The, it's yeah. just, I just think it's I, I, people will disagree because it's going to happen. A lot of stuff we said will be disagreed with in this video. But just take a second to think about it you know, and what's the bigger picture. The bigger picture is you have three years where you've all moaned about us being a selling club. Three years where... You know, we're constantly letting our best players go. And that will happen. It's going to continue, let's be honest. But going up to the Premier League, oh, and we've had the academy downgraded, moaned about that. Going up to the Premier League now, you're going to get a financial injection, regardless of what happens next year. If, come up, if we stay up, we'll go back down. I think the Americans, for me, I've got a bit of confidence that they won't make the same mistakes again with sign-ins, like wasting money, con- contracts on too much money, stuff like that. So if it came back down, we'd be in a better position again where we might be able to sign more players than we have this season. And this season's been better for signing players. 
a longer term thing. And we've still got the players coming through our academy. I just think the bigger picture is looking far more positive than it was two years ago, for example. And I'm enjoying the whole experience for me, regardless of it not being the Swansea way. I think that's uh, that's my last word on it, really. Yeah, we could go on all day with me, I think. Yeah, my summary of that, I think... Um... I don't know. I like. I've. I was saying to you boys earlier. I was. I didn't use Twitter for years. I. You know. I wasn't on it until we started the the videos. I didn't realize how like negative some of the Swans Twitter was. I was quite shocked at that because before like COVID hit and all that, I thought there was such a good feeling around the club, just with Cooper coming in. Especially like I know Nick, you mentioned about like when you went to Leeds away, didn't you? I when they when we beat them one nil and in the last minute, like, and stuff like that. And all last season and all, um, like, you know, all the season up to when it stopped, I just thought there was such a good feeling around the club, like, no matter where, you know, we sneaked into the playoffs and we were sort of like, you know, there's such a togetherness and everyone was just on board. But since then, what I've seen on Twitter and stuff, people are just looking for things to moan about. What is there to moan about? I think if we play for, if we, if we try and play football, like we did before with the squad that we've got now, we finished mid table. If that lucky, yeah. If you try and play that football with the team that we've got now, we finished mid table. So, do you want to finish mid table and just say, "Oh yeah, but we played quality football. Oh, we played better football than Cardiff. Cardiff yeah. who fit? Um, is this how we want, or do you want to like, do you want to actually have like a bit of a promotion push? It's kind of like Brentford have been for years. For years, they've played really good football and always lost their best yeah. players. They've got to the point where they've lost their best players enough times that they've had enough money in that they've actually got a really good squad now. And they, they've got a really good squad to do it consistently every game and a high up at the table with a chance of going up. But for years, they've played quality football, <clears throat> but always been the table. Yeah, Redford. well, like you said, like you said they've, they've obviously reinvested their money. They obviously they yeah. well, losing Watkins. And, well, they, obviously, these players have gone off for big fees, haven't they? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Ben Rama. Obviously, walk-ins and that. But like we said, we, we're not the we, we like, like you said the summer. We're not the same team as we was. Um, we got some. We've got some really promising youngsters in the team. Like I know, like Gray, Gray this season he's been phenomenal. Yeah. And we we say saying about like we, I know you were saying earlier about Van der Horn, Van der Horn and we haven't got anybody who can play football. He's probably he's probably the closest player from the back who can yeah, play football yeah. like him because he can bring the ball out. And, and, Nowadays, you need a centre half who can bring the ball out into midfield and another option. But yeah. I think we, I think we're going well. Like, it's good to have options. Yeah, I think we've yeah. got options. No, I, I think all of the players this season have played well. There's been periods some have been, you know, have had dips in form. But on the whole, the core of the squad—they've all worked so hard. They, you can't argue their passion, their like commitment to the cause. And I just can't ask for more, really. I, I don't think... I just accept the way that we play, and sometimes we play really nice and we get a win out of it, and it's good to watch. Other times we dig in, and I enjoy the other side of the game because we're doing well with it. And it's, it's I find it fine. Like, maybe not today. I I didn't watch it all. Maybe it was harder to watch. But, like, the Stoke game, I don't think we necessarily played really bad for it all. I think it was quite equal, really. And, yeah, the last-minute penalty... Um, helped us get the win, maybe a draw was more fair. Mm-hmm. I still found it an enjoyable game. The first 15 minutes were a bit rubbish, but after that, it was it was, it was a game of football. I enjoyed watching it. And there was periods where we played really well in that game, not for the entire match, but for, for parts of it. Anyway, 
seeing as that was a long sort of side segment, let's talk about the third, uh, the second goal in. Uh, sorry, the third. I can't remember which one we talked about last. We talked about Middlesbrough's uh, equaliser. We, we talked about the disallowed goal, didn't we? Or, or did we talk about the Sam Orsi goal? Have we talked about that yet? Um, I don't think we really touched on it. I think we talked about the in-between the two goals and then we got sidetracked. So you're saying there was yeah. nothing really happened. It was just all yeah. Middlesbrough. So the third, I didn't see Middlesbrough's equaliser, but I heard on the radio what happened. So we had the ball, didn't we, up the other end, I think. Um, it sounded like not long before the goal, we had a free kick up there. Um don't know what happened necessarily with that, but what they were saying on the radio after the goal was scored, Jamal Lowe, Cooper was going mental with him because of him not tracking back or closing down correctly. So I don't know if you noticed that, because I think I spoke to Lee earlier, so he didn't really notice, but they were saying on the radio that Cooper was really not happy with uh, whatever he did in lack of closing down for that. Um, so did you notice that? And what actually happened with the goal then? Just let, uh, tell me. Um, go on, Nick. Don't take it. I didn't notice. Um, I didn't notice about. Honest, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't notice that. But um, it was it was it was a bit of a weird goal, really? Like sort of thing. Like they, obviously they, they broke up. Like you said, they had a free kick down the other end. They sort of broke up the pitch. And um, I to be fair, we looked when they had they, they went out wide and they had the ball out wide, and we looked quite solid. I I didn't think, oh, there's a goal coming here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, obviously, just like sort of hung out on the edge of the area, and I, th- I thought it was more Fulton didn't get out quick enough. Yeah, the ball sort of kicks up, kicks up, yeah. and then he hits it. I thought Fulton like, didn't like you know he got to be yeah straight up into, into it was a someone's face. You know what Fulton, I mean? wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, maybe I'm being a bit harsh on Fulton, but he should be he should be up in like you know in, you, it's the ninety first minute of the game. You win in one 0 You need to win the game. Obviously, yeah. stay yeah. in the hunt. Really, and you've got to be up in people's faces. There, to be fair, Fulton's had a great season, but that's the only sort of thing I can say should be yeah. out quicker than he was. Okay, yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, it sounds like it was deserved, to be fair. I'll be, you know, being honest, oh, yeah, yeah. it was coming. Oh, yeah. Honest, it was coming. Know, yeah, I think we have a bit of sympathy that you didn't get more out of the game, if we're yeah. being honest about it. And uh, we've been in that position many times yeah. before. And I guess it's just one of them things when you're kind of going well and you're in the promotion hunt, these sort of things go for you a little bit more than than it does for other teams and, uh, you know, as part of the game, I guess. But um, the penalty then. So I guess and after the goal, it, uh, maybe we came out of them a bit. I don't know, um, really. Yeah. After the goal, they sort of had like a couple of minutes. They sort of had a couple of minutes, like a, a minute, a couple of minutes, where they sort of like we still couldn't get the ball back. Yeah, and uh, like, and we sort of like obviously sort of broke a little bit, didn't we? And we played it, played it down the line. I know Jamal Lowe got in the end of it down the line, and he, he sort of like screwed it back. And I, like, I, I thought obviously we couldn't see the picture with guys both. We couldn't see Bidwell arriving. Yeah, he just, he just, it was yeah. A terrible just came back. in like a train, didn't he? Yeah, it just he came out of nowhere. And, for me personally, I'm not being biased as a Swans fan, but I think it, it was it was a penalty. It was a penalty. Yeah. He, he, he like he clip, he does clip him. He goes to kick the ball as you can see, like if you watch it back, which you probably will, Luke. Yeah. Um, he, he does. I can sort of understand because I played football, so like I can under, like people say, why does he dive in? That Sab, why does Savile dive in to try? And, like, but obviously he's trying to make a block. Yeah. Five minutes into a game, you got to try and make that challenge. He's shooting, isn't he? Oh, I, think, 
Yeah, he knows he's coming obviously over his shoulder. Um, he's got the momentum momentum on him. Um, got to try and make a block at that time in the game. Can't just let him run onto it and and, and hit it because he'd go back into the change room and Neil Warnock would be down his throat even further, wouldn't he? Yeah. So it, it was a penalty. He does catch him. Yeah. He does catch him. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. It definitely, yeah, it was definitely a pen. I think it was. If I compare it, it was like um, it was a bit like the Brentford game. Like it was just all them, and we just somehow got into position, and then Horahan put the free kick in the knee, and, yeah. we, and we scored somehow. And when Middlesbrough scored, I remember saying like they're going to go on and win this now because they scored like ninety first minute, and there was six minutes added on, and I genuinely thought like they're going to go on and win this now. So to go up the other end, then right, literally on the last sort of attack of the game. And get our penalty. I, 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 still don't know how we won that game. I have no idea. I guess again, game. though, and it comes to like our style of play and whatever. You've got to credit that we've been battered for the entire second half. But when we have yeah. conceded a goal, they made the chance that ended up getting a penalty, which they weren't doing before. Maybe you could argue, well, they shouldn't have accepted a one-nil win. But as soon as the tide has turned, even with a couple of minutes left, they've gone and created something, showing that they can if they need to, go and do it. Like, call it luck, whatever. You're calling it, leaving it last minute. You shouldn't do that, whatever. But it worked. And it's worked many times this season. So, you know, I think it is what it is. Four swan sides. Four swan sides before this would never have gone up the other end and got a goal there. They would have settled for the one all. They would have settled for the point there, wouldn't they? Yeah. They would have never, yeah. like, you know, never made runs in behind to try and... Try- Try and obviously rescue the three points. They would have just been right. Okay, we conceded in the ninety-first minute. Um, they would have seen like a point is a point. Yeah, a point is a point. We'll take a point. It's better than no points. But to be fair, like you said, Luke, at least they had the bit of initiative to you know try and press a bit on and, yeah. and get the winning goal. It's the yeah. same on uh, same on Wednesday night as well. Like we would have definitely taken a draw away at Stoke there one all. you would have taken that draw all day long everyone was saying that still... before the match because of the history of playing there yeah, you're not saying... really that good there usually so yeah I just I, I, I don't know where I am at the moment it's really strange because we haven't played well for ages but we're still winning games so like I said I, I, wanna, I want to be annoyed sometimes but I just can't be annoyed at yeah. the moment because they just keep winning games I mean you look at the look at the fixture list as well because they got like midweek weekend all the time people say like i saw one comment saying um he clearly haven't worked on this new diamond formation and training much because whatever i don't know i don't know what the reason was but he was just saying something like that but like okay maybe he hasn't but when they're exactly training once or twice in between every game it's not like oh, an yeah, abundance of training huh? they're gonna have rest days they're gonna have rest days aren't they yeah exactly so like, it's not like they've got all this time to do training for every game at the moment they've we played Wednesday, we played Saturday. They'll be probably training once, one full session, maybe, maybe two. Yeah. Like Yeah, they won't be training. It'd be much. a light session in between. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be so, one light session if they do train. And it'll probably be yeah. like a video session on the tactic side. So yeah. you haven't got all that time to change anything up, really, when you when you think about it. And yeah. um, I know every team's in the same boat. I understand that. But we can only do what's in front of us, isn't it, really? And 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 if that's the way yeah, you've been the longest time, you don't want to change it too much because you can't really learn something new. But anyway, I think that's. Uh... Don't forget, don't forget these games they got coming up are tough games. You know, yeah. Blackburn, Luton's going to be a tough game as well. And Bournemouth, Cardiff, oh, yeah. we got our games. We got our games. As well. The next four, next four games are tough games. So you know what I mean. 
for me today, like I was saying to you earlier, today for me was a must win. They had to win today on what they got coming in the next four games. Yeah, it's got to be beating teams like Middlesbrough. Yeah. No disrespect to Middlesbrough because they are a good outfit, but you've got to be beating teams like Middlesbrough if you want to be in the top two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Before we finish, there's one thing I want to. It's not criticism as such, but I, it's a bit annoying. Paul Ariola again didn't get any game time. He doesn't want him to. Just... He doesn't want him to. Is it not a commercial signing? It makes you think it's not his signing, and then it comes back to the whole style of play. You could link it up again, saying like you know he's working with what he's got to fit into a system. He clearly, doesn't fancy Ariola, does he? At this point, no. There's something. Play? There's something not not right there, is if there? If you're talking Definitely. about his fitness all the time and saying he's not ready, how are you going to get him ready if you're not playing him? So there must be more to it. Yeah, it's got to be. But think you bring him on the last twenty minutes of a game or something just to make his his match fitness, you know, yeah. bring it up. Bring his sharpness back. I think, but know, I personally, obviously, thanks from DC United. Yeah, I mean yeah. they own our well, you know, they own this own our club. Yeah. It's just purely for me, for me personally. It's purely a commercial signing. The difference between yeah. the usage of Morris and him says to me, did want Morris? Um, yeah, and maybe an Ariel was deadline day as well, wasn't he? So like, Morris was quite early. He was clearly someone that Cooper was trying to integrate, and and he looked promising. To be fair. But, um, especially, uh, especially with Morris's injury, that we literally, I, what have we seen him like ten minutes in the yeah. Bristol City game since Morris's injury? He's only come on when we've gone behind and he's tried to change things up. We've been every game recently; he's been quite tight. So maybe just don't trust him. I don't know. Maybe it's something like that. But well, we put we say that about the lack of changes he makes. I think like sometimes we like we get a bit annoyed he doesn't change it up that much. But I think like. They're hardly training, like we said, and I just think he's just sticking to what he knows. He what hasn't he seen enough more. of him then to like put him in and yeah. do a job. Or, yeah, I, or, or he just doesn't always. Yeah, or what he has seen in training, he doesn't like. We don't when, understand. When you've gone behind, I guess it's easier to chuck someone on and try and hope something's going to happen than when you're protecting yeah. a lead and uh, yeah. you you yeah. trust the players to see it through. It's worked. It's only it's worked so far, I guess. And I know we want more changes, and people look tired, but he's still getting results. So. Yeah, most important thing. Yeah. I think I've covered everything I need to cover there. So, is there anything from you too that you would like to add? Um, I, think, I think we have definitely covered everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. Yeah. I hope I hope most people watching, if you've made it this far, like I hope you listen to a lot of what we have to say. And look, let us know your opinions. Let's keep it civil. If you disagree with us, fair enough. Air your views in the comments. <laughs> But it's a discussion, yeah. It's a discussion. It's not an argument. We we just put our views across, and the negativity sometimes just feels like it doesn't need to be so negative. Feel free to have your own opinion and disagree with us, but let's be civil about it. And you know, adults, I guess. Um, there's like uh, there's like a fine line at the moment as well. I I don't know why I don't. Know, we've said this the other week. I don't know why it is like it is at the moment. You'd think that we'd be riding on a high at the moment, like being so close to the top two. Yeah. But you've got a thing at the moment where like. People are really negative where everything is just catastrophic and, you know, every whatever goes with it and Horahan needs to be dropped and Woodman needs to be dropped and Cooper needs to be sacked and you've got that sort of scale of things. And then you've got, like, um, and then you've got the other side then where you can't criticise. Yeah. So I think we need to, try, need to try and find somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And I, well, hopefully we've done that. I like to think we got a balance. We'll completely acknowledge that we haven't played well, which we have done. And uh, if you watch our past videos... 
game by game we address what's going on. And we'll we'll always look at it from all perspectives because I think you've got to really with football. There's always a lot of different things going on. There's always a bigger picture. And, um, you know, at the moment, let's be honest, it's going well for us. So even when we're talking about the negative stuff, we're still third in the league. So if we were playing this type of football and we were bottom of the league, then it's a completely different conversation. Like, completely yeah. different. Well, put it, uh, put it this way, Nicky's local team is Sunderland, so... <laughs> yeah, it could be. It could be a lot worse. Oh, they're they're in the they're in the, what's what's it called now? The Papa John's Trophy Final. They're in oh. that. So they played they play in Tranmere. They play in Tranmere next Sunday, right? And I, I got people in work with me saying we're going to thump these two or three nil. I would I would laugh my head off if they got them. <laughs> I would laugh my head off. Well, yeah, a lot of uh... Sunderland fans. A lot of Sunderland fans around you. And trust me, I got a few lads I work with the Middlesbrough fans. They haven't you at the end of it today either. <laughs> How many Swans fans, though, since we come down to the Premier League, were saying, are we going to go straight down to League One? After yeah. all the players we sold, and now uh, look where we yeah, are. So yeah, right. That's another point. Me included. Me yeah. included. Yeah. I'll so, hold my hands up to that one. Let's, let's, we, were uh, going to do a, we were going to do a Sunderland. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that exactly. So there's there's a there's a good one to end on anyway. So let us know your thoughts in the comments, as civil as possible. Leave a like if you enjoyed um, the video. And... Uh, Obviously, we'll continue to get stuff out uh, going forward. There might be a little bit dysfunctional with stuff going on back to work and all that, but we'll do our best to keep up to date with everything. But cheers, Nikki, for coming on. Yeah. Very much for having me. I'm sure you'll come back uh, again at some point. Been a pleasure, been a good conversation. And uh, thanks, Lee, as well, for joining us as usual. And on that note, um, see you all later. See you soon. See you soon. Network. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The match has just finished and you're on your way home. What better way to celebrate that 90th minute winner than a McNugget share box and a few tips with your mates? You channel your inner Ronald as you race to beat the Muck Delivery home, just making it an injury time. Ordering Muck Delivery is easy on the McDonald's app. You in? Our participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and term supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.